Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. I'm Nick. And we're here this week for episode 135, Horticulture, which I, <laughs> after last week, I'm so glad this, this one was a combat episode. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it here so first. Like, Toast loves combat. <laughs> we fin- uh, finally brought her around. We just had to make our non-combat sudden. Bore me to yeah. death. <laughs> Basically. Oh my god. That's right. And remember, if you've got Corporal Tunnel, every high five is the worst high five. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I thankfully I don't have that yet. Uh I have not been on the computer that long. I've uh, I, uh, I've managed to avoid it myself. Me too. Good. For That's the most good. part. I, I uh went to a trackball because uh, a regular mouse for whatever reason was messing me up a little bit. Felt like it. So I used a trackball yeah. and that solved the problem. Dude, I haven't used a trackball mouse since i was probably like a teenager i i tried once with my friends and i couldn't get the hang of it yeah i didn't I, really granted like i didn't myself. try for more than like five minutes but i just i couldn't get the hang of like it didn't seem uh, <laughs> it wasn't working for me do you guys remember when mouses like the older versions when it had an actual ball inside of it that you could take out oh yeah before they were yeah, all lasered. You had to hard boil an egg. Yeah, it to, <laughs> did look like Did you get a new one every... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I remember that. We used to annoy the teachers at yep. school when we got to do computer lab yep. by taking all the balls out. <laughs> That's exact, literally verbatim what I, what made me say that, because I was thinking about that memory. <laughs> so you're running around with mouse balls in your hand, is what you're saying. Well, you didn't really and run around. that joke's around. for you, Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> More like you just sat around with mouse balls in your hands. Yeah. Because they were so small compared to your hand, right? Uh, They're about the size of a D20, if I remember correctly. Give or take a little. Yeah, I think they are around there. But um, I guess we can get into it. I, um, the What? I was just going to say, we, we the episode goes right to the park and then goes right, right. to kind of what I expected, which was uh, you know some sort of vegetation. Turns out to be a tangle of roots. Yeah, exposed. Uh, it, it was much less ominous than Marina implied or her tone implied at the end of last episode. That's because Tarbathon <laughs> can't say anything that doesn't sound ominous. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand this uh, conspiracy theory. Oh, you get to explain you it. Don't twice understand in a row. it. Well, no, I understand it. I, I, I you're right. Well, I'm sorry. I, that's a poor choice of phrasing on my part. I don't agree, and I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Fair enough. I don't agree. I don't like it, but at least you understand what I'm. Yes, I, where I'm going. That's I fair understand, enough. Fair enough. but I. It just seems like a bad con- conspiracy theory to me. I don't think so. I mean, think about it. takes a, Takes you guys to the veins of creation. Takes the party to the veins of creation and says, "Oh, look, this was a spot where we could do plant fireworks." Mm-hmm. And you know, here it is. You guys gonna go up and touch it? And then, of course, you know, our genius does his, you know, I'm going to jump on it and belly flop on it and hurt myself because I'm going to take yeah. wood to my abdomen. And sure enough, or I'm sorry, Teoblith is first. He sits on it and gets a little tingle. And then, you know, our genius does his belly flop and you touch it. The lias touches it. Everybody gets uh, immediately attacked, gets some sort of reaction out of it. Right. And it's like, and all I can think is, yep, there it is. Tower of Baffon's research is advancing wonderfully thanks to the continued cooperation of the adventurers. So here's the thing. <laughs> Who sent us to Zapata? I know. I, I know it was a Razni. Now, I'm not 
You you have a better chance to get me on board with Morena being more actually a nefarious character, but not Tarbafon himself. Well, I I think it's Tarbafon is is probably my the lowest guess, but I think definitely a simulacra of Tarbafon. Now, okay, think, now here you can you can start to pull me in because we've already seen one of those, <laughs> right? We have, and they operate independently, and they think they're Tarbafani. Okay, so somehow, if we go down this rabbit hole a little bit, then you're assuming that the real Morena was killed in body hidden somewhere. Well, the real Morena was wiped out, or there never was a real Mariana. There was always a simulacra of Tarbafon that insinuated itself into the Blue Gardens of Talil to do the research because Tarbafon was on it somehow. Although, probably the most likely is wiped out the real Mariana and replaced, yeah. replaced her because of the opportunity that here's a researcher that knew it and has now been displaced. Okay, so here's... Yeah, that's that's more more what I would... If I was going to agree with you on this, that's what what I would. Believe. Yeah, I'm going I'm to play a little devil's advocate right now and say though, if it's a simulacrum, I don't think that Tarbafon would be able to get a simulacrum out of Gallowspire. So he would have had to have the forethought to do this 900 years before we got there. Yeah, mm. I mean that's maybe not reasonable on the approach, but I do think. That, uh, like I said, the more likely being that he, she got kicked out and took advantage. He's taking advantage of her being kicked out and replacing her with a simulacra. I mean, it's a spell. Maybe you just need the components, and he goes there, does it, plants her. I guess the question is, ha ha, no pun intended. When and then, <laughs> when when he had the big fight with Arasni at the end of book four, and he did the like ninja poof of smoke, I'm out of here. Do you think he came over to Sapodal? Or do you think he stayed in like the inner sea and just went uh, somewhere else? Do you think he I don't stayed know. on the material plane? Maybe, maybe not. Don't know. I where his where his location is, I'm not sure. But definitely I think the fact that Nessie arrived before the party got blasted that got beamed there from Renchurch mm-hmm. by Erasni tells me. Tarbafon already knew about the Kumaru tree. I would agree with that. Obviously, Tumbaha Mountain, because he took possession of it. Right. I mean, that's what Nessie's doing. So it seems reasonable to me that if he sends an agent over, he could have already been there. He could have teleported. But we know where his whereabouts were right before we got there, and we got there instantaneously. So at best, he got there. He he didn't beat you there, but he could have beaten you there. By arriving before ahead of Nessie and replacing Mariana with a simulacra. Okay. All right. So you found a a logical way to get a simulacrum in there. Yeah. And he could have done it actually (laughs) even a little while before if he wanted to, before Nessie arrived. He had about about a month or so from when he got out of just like building troops, planning. Right. Because he, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to take him long to pop over there, get her eliminated, and then get a replacement in there. He could cast that spell, I think, overnight, maybe, at worst. Okay, okay. I mean, let me let me look at the spell real quick to give you Yeah, a, that would also idea. add a lot of clarity. I still think... I think you're on the right conceptual idea on the wrong NPC. I think 
probably what everything you're saying is going to be true of the uh, the guy that became like the head researcher of the Blue Gardens Umbarno? of Teal. Is that his name? I think, yeah, Umbarno. I, Umbarno. I, it's possible. I mean, Mariana could slip away from me, I suppose. Uh, duplicate is partially real and form for my, it appears to be the same as the original. Well, if it appears to be the same as the no, original, no, it says then... It creates an illusionary duplicate of any creature. And now remember... Also, Tarbefon is uh, has access to mythic stuff, so I don't know yeah. what that might do to this that he could play with. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, yeah, so basically, you know what I've seen from the APs and what I'm reading here in the spell, it could he could easily be here, and I mean, there's it requires an ice an ice sculpture of target plus powdered rubies worth 500 GP per hit die of the simulacrum. I mean, all of oh, that could be done by Tarbefon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we at could the time, the casting time is 12 hours, so he could easily do it overnight. Then she's replaced. He could have extracted enough information from her so that the simulacra knows enough to fill in and, and you know, do what's necessary. I mean, I, I think it's reasonable, but uh, yeah, I, you know, I, so I don't know. I mean, it's, you may be right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, Embarno's really the whispering way and he's trying to take over the city for Tarbafon and. You know, whatever, but something isn't right about Marina because she Yeah, why do you tested feel that you guys way? she tested you guys in the lab and drained you guys. And then that the fact that you were drained was like, Ugh, I who cares? So you I, think I, it's because not even a blip on my radar. We gained the fatigue condition. All of you did. Yeah. Not just the person she examined, which I could be like, Okay, the tests were tough or physically trying. No, all of you guys got screwed. Right. And then she did it again. Okay. <laughs> now, so you're not buying that. Well, yeah, that makes sense because she was saying she sees this like connection of energy out to not just us, but everyone that has a sliver of the Kumaru tree, assumed sliver of the Kumaru tree embedded in their heart. Because there's other people out there that have the same obols that we do. Right. There are some, yeah, that we know of. Yeah, but I but mean, the, here's, we here's just the know other they thing. exist, because that's in, like a here's, side Here's effect. the other thing. She's got her soul sight goggles. Yep. And somehow, these this personal property of hers, she left at the research facility, and no one will let her back into the research facility to reclaim her property, which seems totally bizarre to me. And also, why would you leave it well, if you knew you were leaving? You'd march we... over to your office, you'd grab it, and you'd walk out. Well, didn't we kind it. of pull that out of her a few episodes back and like right i don't think she flat yeah, out directly kind of. said this but like heavily insinuated that like basically this guy got put as like head researcher and like she was escorted off the premises with my, my interpretation was also it wasn't just her it might have been like a fair amount anyone of, that wasn't a great yeah, yeah like a sure, new regime but, coming in cleaning house all type i'm gonna of deal. say is it's just damn convenient that they happen to be sitting in there they're her property and nobody else in the city was interested in at all not even her apparently in recovering her property well before think, you guys arrived i think it was like what did she really need them for if she wasn't going to be... I, I don't care if I need them. If it's my property and they're that important, I'm, I am want them the hell back. I don't care that I don't need them this second. I want them. Yeah, maybe they're not hers. Like, I think in the episode she says, like, my goggles, but it could have been like they were company property. 
You know what I mean? Like Look, you might say I, your laptop I'm saying your, is, your work laptop. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But all I'm saying is it sounds like then she when she had that whole thing, well, I got escorted out, then she should have owned up that they're not even mine. So I have to request that they let me use them because they don't even belong to me. But nowhere in That's any true. of her she things does keep saying mine. She's never slipped up on that point. So I don't know. It just it it seems to me like I don't know. It's almost as if you went home and got taken out and then somebody replaced you with a, a simulacra. And then the very next day you got tossed out before you could, you know, locate all those important pieces of your life that you wanted to take with you when you get tossed out. Yeah, I think I have a hard time with her being a secret bad guy because she feels so much like grandma. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's been I don't know. So I, hear, nice I hear Alex player. I hear Alex player. And all I hear is, you know, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Yeah, but is that just because of rose-colored glasses? No. Well, These are definitely not rose-colored glasses. Wow. These are dark, <laughs> colored dismal. Rose glasses. Death-colored Maroon-colored glasses. That's right. Yeah, I, I get very much grandma vibes, so like it's hard for me to be like, you're so sweet, you're so nice, and you make such yummy food. Uhtred's definitely like, <laughs> no, she's she's not the bad guy. Yeah, but mm-hmm. and also, you guys aren't even looking at your own behavior around her. Like, since she started feeding you, you guys aren't questioning any of the stuff she says ever. You're just like, oh, okay. And then like, oh, well, let's go run there and just torch that place and find what we find, you know, your stuff and get it out of there. I mean, you know, let's let's just go bypass everything about the law. Well, we, like, I mean, Tia Bliss. I, I mean, I understand that, that the AP will require you to go there. Right. Okay, I get that part. I'm just saying. The lead up to it is on the one hand, she goes, oh, no, don't get my stuff. You don't have to do that. But, oh, I could learn so much more if I had them. I mean, that's why I don't know so much about you. And I I don't, you know, trust you. You know, I don't trust you enough, Arginus, to let you torture this weirwood to get information out of Well, hold on. Think about the the sentence you just said, Lord Richter. I don't trust you enough to torture. The actual authorities (laughs) who I have expressed no personal connection with at all uh yeah if they choose to torture that weirwood that's okay i'd buy that i'm not sure that's what she said either <laughs> that's what she said i think she last said episode that's, that's what she said that's the police like i'll let them handle it not no no well, she didn't just say i'll let them handle it she goes they might turn to torture but if they do that's okay because they'll have the full weight of Yolispan behind them i mean so see yeah, she's known our she's okay like with three it. days. Would you would you react any differently? I, I I'm saying I'd have <laughs> shot our genius in the head and I'd have shot her in the head after hearing what I heard if oh, it okay. was me no. there. That, I, I mean it's like torture's okay, like, boom, dead. Torture's okay, boom, dead. I I don't want the you kind of people in my world. I think for Uhtred though, being military man, seeing like combat prior to this like kickoff of the AP, I, I think he is well aware torture happens on every side and it's a sad unfortunate part of life but yeah it happens yeah and i get it it's also you're also depicting a you know a a time uh, a time in history and i realize it's not you know our history it's galarian's fake and all that but you're depicting like a time in history when you know getting information out of someone was done a lot differently and more perhaps a lot dirtier than we would do it now that 
actually changed, though? I'm not convinced that. You know, I like to think it has, uh, but... I don't know. You know, I just recently got told that when I look at a half glass of water, I say that that's glass is quarter full. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm positive, but I'm definitely, I see the world negatively, but I'm positive about it. I say it with a smile negative. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I I feel like I might fall into that too, because like, I'm a positive person, but I'm also like realistic about like, I'm pretty sure every country is still using torture. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past anyone. Hell, Uhtred in book two fucking straight up murdered a dude just so he couldn't give our location away. Yes. Yes, he did. Although that wasn't torturing him because you didn't drag that out. You didn't do the thing. You just said, true. He's got to go because it's a risk. He did threaten him with torture from Vipira, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So Uhtred would have gotten a bullet in the head already, but from me, too. <laughs> Good Lord. He's not, hey, I'm just saying. He's not a good guy or a hero. He's just a guy but doing his But he is party job. leader. All right, Toast, bring us back to the episode. Yeah. Uh, I guess we've kind of covered the whole touching the roots thing. So why don't we move on to the picnic and the sudden appearance of the quivering bushes <laughs> <laughs> that turn into these huge, what are they, fine? Viper vines. Yeah, they, they're like. Viper vines. It, That's what they I like. imagine like a snake being like out of a bunch of vines wrapped together well let's look it up i want to see what it looks like yeah because i actually don't know what the official image looks like i will say this umbarno i see what you're doing there yeah i see you umbarno (laughs) yeah right like this definitely feels like he's behind all these werewood and this shit oh totally that's what it looks like It, it you're i mean you're not wrong it's basically a snake with little extra vines coming off of it and leaves well, yeah, yeah but even pretty the much extra little vines for grappling look like extra snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Those yeah. things, every time, every time we come across a vine-ish-like creature that can hit you and grapple because of it, that is like a kryptonite for our group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, frickin' our genus was so close to being dead without the lias there. Yeah. Well, grapplers, grapplers, neuter mages. Yeah. I mean, it's, they, uh, they, yeah, they yeah. made them so <laughs> strong and I don't know that that was their intention to do so, but the grapplers are so strong that they just, they neuter the shit out of mages. And we as a group t- tend to not lean towards strength based characters. So we're just not good at it when something grapples us. Yeah. Nobody yeah. is. Cause you, you, yeah. the numbers get so high so fast. I actually played a, I forget what the archetype was, but it was like the grapple monk. And in hindsight, Alex made a, a, a gracious decision on my end, but a mistake where I took profession like rope worker and I essentially played a grapple monk who could use a lasso out of rope and grapple at like 15 <laughs> feet away. Good, and it, good lord. Yeah, it was just like, all right, doesn't matter how big you are or what you are, I grapple you, and then the next turn I'm forcing you on the ground, and then I'm tie- hog-tying you. All right, what's next, guys? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I... Uh... I will say this, though. I love the prep to go after the Viper Vines. I cast Fickle Winds! <laughs> yeah. What? Because, just because. It's mostly to annoy Alex at this point. <laughs> You'd have to ask Tom. I'm not going to sit here and try and uh, 
speak for oh, his mind. No, oh no, I just <laughs> I, I just love that Fickle Winds keeps coming up. It's kind of like Scram in the other one. It's like I'm gonna do mending or I'll whatever the uh, hell he was hole. doing all the time and <laughs> make, make, make hole. hole. I'm gonna make hole. I'm gonna make hole. Do you remember your mage armor? Uh, <laughs> I'll cast it now. Oh, that's great. In the middle of combat. Excellent choice. Dude, smartest thing I yeah. ever did was like first, second episode. Axel, from here on out, always, always, every day, Uhtred starts by putting his mage armor on, whether I say it or not. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I've got a notation in a character sheet that says... Every day I cast Endure Elements and I burn yep. one first level spell. I, uh, I I don't have access to Mage Armor, this particular caster, but I've got notation. So every day I'm protected. I've got the notation. I'm protected by Endure Elements. Yep. I also do it. Uchid does nice. it with um, his Ablative Barrier, and he casts both of them through his Rod of Extend. So they're like, they last literally yeah, more than 24 hours. <laughs> oh, nice. I, uh... I like that my dice seemed very thirsty on this episode. Your dice are thirsty <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's true. I meant that to go through book four when we were coming up to the retrospective and count mm. all of the crits your dice rolled against Uhtred. Like, <laughs> more than two or three times, we had a, a encounter where you would roll two or more crits on Uhtred in a row. <laughs> I think I said it in this episode at one point. I forget. Yeah, you said, "Hey, uh, Alex, you're giving you're giving our genius the Utri treatment." There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I, um, they also rolled a crit on them, not themselves, but on the bad guys. So, you know, they don't care who they're hitting. They just want to brutalize everyone. Yeah, but they're, they're never rolling against the bad guys. That's true. <laughs> they're only rolling against us. I mean, I guess we could be the bad guys, depending on your perspective. <laughs> Now the the crit cards that came up, those were not all uh, fan crits, right? No. Again, I didn't get a chance to listen to this recording yet, so I don't exactly remember what crits came up. I don't. I don't have. I feel like one of them was crit a, cards. I know. Anymore. I'm pretty sure one was. Uh, a well, fan I was crit. thinking about the one where your brain gets knocked around and you lose X memory hours of oh, memory took, hours yeah. of memory. I was like, "Damn!" I don't know. I can't remember if that one was or not. I I'm, I don't remember. If, I don't remember them saying they were from Patreon. Because Matt will usually yeah, he usually calls us out. I just was I was a little stunned that they had been so creative. I thought the lies by themselves. Wait a minute, hold on. Got to make sure I'm not talk, thinking about something that ha, that we've recorded already, but hasn't been out. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I gotta say something else, Toast. This is this is for you. When Arginus okay. got smacked in the head with the crit that caused uh -huh. him to lose one d four hours of memory, mm -hmm. GM Alex one hundred percent let you down <laughs> because what, what he that? should have done is he should have said it's a four. Arginus doesn't remember last episode, so all <laughs> of his trying to drag bodies and torturing crap would have all been a dream. <sighs> Damn it, Alex. <sighs> You blew it. <laughs> mistakes were made, Alex. Mistakes were made. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone else would remember it, but our genus wouldn't. <laughs> See? <sighs> the, the reality it is... It would have been nice. It would have been there, nice. There's but, a, a pretty good you know. chance that our genus still won't remember it. <laughs> that, that is also true. <laughs> like, like, we might get there on his own accord. Oh, God. And I about died when Joe's like, well, of course plants can, trees can bleed. It's called sap. Read a book. 
He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Best best line of, of this episode by far. It's called Sap. Read a book. He's good for a couple of those every <laughs> session. I, I like the fact that the magic crit in this episode turned it incorporeal. Yeah. Oh my god, that was... <laughs> that was actually a pretty saving now. grace, though, because... Oh, yeah, no, like, it was definitely... Because Arginus would have gone down, yeah, I think. He, it if might he, have if died. It hadn't died. Yeah. So. Well, wait, was that the one? I thought it was the other one. No, it was the, the one, one that initially no. the innocence because that because uh, Thalias shut was killing that one with the shovel. It was so and then Arginus. Oh no, got no that's grappled. Right. He stayed to save, yeah. He stayed to save Arginus. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yep. You're right. I got confused. I got because Uhtred went up and tried to corral the one that was yep. just murdering town folk. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. So, but that was that was just great. It's like because it still tried to attack, and it's like, well, I can't hit you, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun. I like that. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting a... <laughs> little twist, right? Because we couldn't really hit it well after that either. No. Right, because but... you need magic weapons to do half damage. All have to do half point, damage, yeah. Because I don't think anyone has ghost touch. Um, the so, only one that might would be I... Teoblith if he has like a thing he can do. Yeah, he might have it in one of his focus points. That That's the, uh, the flaw in killing Kucher is he's now got all these data points to work off to make a new character. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> I'm not saying it to begrudge Matt, because I would do the exact same thing if Uhtred died. Like, all right, what's all the shit we've encountered? All the things that I've been like, fuck that. That's a pain in the ass. I was, yeah, I, I was just... very entertained. <laughs> very entertained. It was. I was, I was, I enjoyed this episode. And not just because I, you know, my dice tried to eat everyone. <laughs> Although that didn't hurt. Yeah, it certainly didn't deter yeah. you from this episode. I mean, if your dice had been trying to eat everyone in the in episode uh, 134, that's the one that she hates so much, folks. <laughs> I think she'd have liked it better. I think Toast would have been like, this is a kick-ass episode because my dice are trying to eat all these idiots. <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing to roll on, though. It's like it was all roleplay, which normally I like. All right. We hear you. It's just it a bad roleplay day. I, I, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Well, was it really bad role play? Because, I mean, everybody stayed in character. True. I guess yeah. that's how you define the word bad. Just, I, I, I don't even... <sighs> Took the words right. I don't Left know. you speechless. It was so bad. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we'll go with we'll I think the only thing one. I can say is to say nothing and point to our, our name. Right? Yeah. Oh, it was definitely incompetent. <laughs> Can't be inspired every week. That is true. Um, I don't know if there's anything left for the episode other than... Yeah, I think that was I guess, pretty much know. the episode, was that combat. Yeah, because it ends right at the end of the combat with, I guess, you guys being like, look, we killed these things, you know, and ignoring the bodies of well, like half a dozen half a dozen people in the park. What? Toast, <laughs> yeah, what more do you classic. want from us? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm you, not you want us to clean up the dead one. bodies now, too? I'm sure they well, got you people have in for the that. past. That's, that's not your job. Yeah, well, you have in the past. That's not true. We didn't clean them up. It was just our genus wanting to fucking shame one in debt while it was dead and then torture another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, the joys of our genus. He's, uh, yes. he's a crazy one, that one. Very, very crazy. And to think, he's employed. I, <laughs> I swear to God, when he joined the party, I thought, oh, man, you're going to make Randolph look sane. Yeah, he kind of did. 
Oh, he, he yeah. totally did. It was like, I, what the hell is going on? Because Randolph Joe just had him dialed in as absolutely 100% off his rocker. And then our genius comes in and it's like, wow. I mean, Randolph's really just like my neighbor. I mean, he's he's not nuts. <laughs> he's not talking to, to other voices in his head or anything. That's just not happening. That was the beauty of Randolph was he wasn't even a crazy person because like it was just that he was going back and forth with the conversations with Elias and nobody could hear those, right? So it just sounds mm-hmm. like he's saying random things at random times, but in reality, he's a perfectly <laughs> sane man having a perfectly sane conversation. Just nobody else can hear the respondent of what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Our genius is just crazy, crazy. And I was I was against that narrative for a long time because I didn't feel like our genius was crazy. I felt like he was very eccentric, but there was always logic or reasoning to the things he was saying. And then right. we got to Yoli's pan. And yeah, I bet he's a little crazy now. Well, he's been through a little bit. I mean, he did, I guess, technically see the love of his life, you know, exploded right in front of him, vaporized right in front of him. Yeah, but it's. I mean, that'll mess with you, I think. I don't believe for a second (laughs) arrest he's gone, gone. Oh, God, no. I don't either, but I, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying very hard to limit myself to what I know in the space of the podcast right i'm uh i'm still trying to hold on to i think she's the real big baddie <laughs> i don't know man that's I, was that's it, was it vaporizing it's hard. vaporizing unless, so hard unless she's actually a well no i'd already established she was a yeah i, I don't got a good way to spin that for tarbath on buddy i had a way to spin it for geb like this is a genius political move for geb but uh, I got nothing to make Tarbafon and Erasny buddies. Yeah. I, I, see, I don't even think it's like she's secretly buddies. I just think she wants is going to end up being like, ha all along I want the same thing as Tarbafon. But fuck him, he's a dick. So like he can't be here while I run everything. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. I just, I, I don't feel that from yeah. her. No, I get it. It's definitely more Nick holding on to... I called this books ago, and I'd like that to come true still. Because Uhtred, without giving like too many any specifics or anything, but I've been thinking... He's fallen to the dark side. He's going to become an agent of Tarbafon and, no. and um, turn on the party at the very end. <laughs> I mean, that could happen. It's definitely not like he's anywhere close to that yet. But I, ha- I have an idea for an interesting kind of little offshoot character thing for Uhtred that if... Erasny is going to be the true big baddie. <laughs> Could make him kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, she went out of her way to help you and then just screwed you over in the end. She's been, like, far and away the most helpful person to the group throughout this entire AP. This is true. She's yeah, despite all the, all the back sass the and lip you guys keep giving her. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, a lot of her help has been because we have a, a shared goal, not because she's like, I like you and I'm a good person. Oh, well, yeah, naturally. I mean, I, that part, yeah, but I mean, you guys have been, I even, mean, even at times when you could choose to not be dicks, you choose to be dicks when you respond to a Razzny. Yeah, I mean, look. Well, except for Tia Blith. He fanboyed out. I mean, let's be honest there. Tia Blith completely fanboyed out. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> when you when you meet people of that level, gods, beings of that power, like you can either be a little fanboy or be like, nah, fuck you. I don't care how strong you are. Like, 
You're still, if you're going to be a dick, you're still a dick. <laughs> Fucking Aaron. I don't know that she was ever a dick. She I mean, was honestly, kind of a dick. She yelled at us. Which was a grown ass man. Oh my. Oh who's my God. died before. You're not going to yell at raised, me. She raised her voice to a man. No, that's. Wow. Not, okay. You could <laughs> yeah, try you're right. that <laughs> on you there, man. You better put her in her place. And folks, I don't mean this in any way, shape, or form. I am messing with Nick right now. <laughs> Listen, I think oh I think goodness. everybody knows that's only applicable to Axel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe because Razni is over thirty-five, Axel's just not, you know, putting enough, breathing enough life into. Yeah, him, yeah. He you know, he has not done enough background development for her. <laughs> i can't even imagine how many hours he's put into the background and i know <laughs> dude I, seriously that uh that extra episode that was all oh about erasny that mm-hmm. was that was pretty fantastic I'm, I'm not gonna lie that's all just because that boy loves to write like it was that was not the intention when he started that he just you know got in the fucking flow I know I was yeah. I was it was so amazing and then some of the giveaways uh in it the spoilers that you didn't even know were spoilers like you know the the vine going into her and into the ley line right charging herself up via the ley line through the vine, through the root or whatever the heck she was doing all that stuff I was like whoa and then we find out oh yes in Yolispan here in Zapadal you know, Arasni was a big famous botanist person and all this. And I'm going, holy crap. Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I uh, I had kind of given him like the heads up that that was something Uchu was going to want to do. So he wasn't like, hey, on the spot, try and find this information or research it or make it up. But uh, yeah, I, I really liked that too. And I do intend to have Uchu go more down that path oh chasing down Erasny's history yeah especially since like what he uncovered was like what i had no idea about this and like how does this match up with like what the inner sea history of her is like it basically led him to i think to more questions than before he started i it this yeah. is <laughs> i i don't know how much i mean i obviously the the part that axel did for the the bonus episode but if this other stuff is part of the AP, I'm just blown away at the depth they're putting they've put into that character for yeah. this AP. Yeah, because I and well, I I assume they're going to use her later on because I assume she survives all of this. That's what I'm thinking. And so, like, well, the more even they if can they kind of right, yeah, even if she never appears in this AP again, she had you know because she's recovering or whatever or reforming the the presence she's had in the uh you know the first uh three books or first four books right Mm. and then well she's um, not in book one at all no she's not in book one but uh i i swear i thought there was something that got dropped about that in the very very oh axel added her axel yeah he added her to thalias remember she was the Yep, masked yep. one she's the strange person yeah yeah and she's yeah there was something about being the strange person in the in the sec uh cemetery mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i'm pretty sure I that was, was a callback yeah but the presence that she has once she shows up the history that she has of being you know well no she's there she's there because she's in the 
she's part of the story that starts off the very first book in the beginning because it's um, uh, Rossler's coffer and he's in love with a Razni. And so we get introduced to a Razni. And so the, I the thought, whole AP I thought that was her. Axel. I don't believe so. It's, it, and mean, it's hard for I, me he, to He know. obviously fleshed out. He fleshed out some parts of it yeah. for sure but and and i definitely I, it's because I, I like i don't read do any research because i try to stay with the, limited to what the game like the what we play knowledge is yeah no i so, haven't i haven't done anything either and haven't read any of the the books maybe but somebody I, in discord who's like read the opening of the ap would know because i just assumed that that was something he added on to the ap but it, it could be just how the AP was written. And he just. Well, yeah, I I assumed I made the assumption that his opener was based on some data in the, in the AP. And I thought at one point I'd asked him about that. But now, of course, I can't remember. <laughs> but um, I my impression was that Arasny's uh, appearance in all these stories was something that was coming out of background in the in the AP somewhere to kind of you know, tell you a little bit about Arasny and sort of tease that, you know, tease this character that you're then going to meet in person. Who's now, you know, the, the, the queen of Gab. Yeah. I, I think that part is the, in the AP as written, but I don't think she's written anywhere into book one. I just thought anytime you saw her in book one, which was pretty much just that very beginning scene, that was just Axel yeah. adding her there. Well, yeah, but where I assumed he also got that in the, the fact about the geese and uh, some of the other stuff, I thought that had come from the AP. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. This, there's this background information, which I assume was discoverable by the players. I want to say um, when he reached out to Mr. Paizo and the guy responded, I'm sorry, I do not remember his name. And if you are, on the slimmest of chance listening to this, I mean no disrespect. I just generally don't remember the guy's <laughs> name. But he responded back and like told Axel, like, you want this book, which gives you like a lot of that background filler stuff. I don't remember the name of the book, but I bet you there was a lot of shit about Arasny in that. So like it wasn't necessarily in the AP, but I think he was using a lot of official information from Paizo on her. Okay. Yeah. Well, if if that's the case, then yeah, she wasn't wasn't in there. I made the assumption that what I was being presented with was coming from the AP, at least it, to some of the details. Obviously, the fleshing out and having the little story flashback to start book one and book two and where's Axel when we need him? We need a detailed yeah. spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. breakdown of everything that you added versus what was AP as written. Yeah, so we can know, but. Either way, I, I think Erasny gets built up really strong. Yeah. And there's a lot of opportunities, even in, even in the, without the fleshing, the story that her body gets stolen and Geb makes her a lich. And, you yeah, know, this boom, poor boom, boom, lady boom. has been screwed over oh, yeah. at every oh turn. Oh, God. So, so badly. Like, it didn't really yeah, sink then, in until I was reading about, like, the Aridin stuff and all that. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's. At, at one point, we were talking about it, uh, one of our episodes, early episodes, we were talking about just how, you know, she's been in this position where men have decided for her and all this stuff and right. these powerful themes that they're playing with as they're presenting this. And mm -hmm. I was like, man. And then to then come to Zapotle and be like, 
nah, you know, she used to be this big, powerful chick, and she was maybe the one that was held in higher esteem than Aridin even. It's kind of what I get from some of this stuff. Listen, I'm first I, first in line to ride the Aridin's a fucking douche train. Yeah, Fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm just... I mean, if they've if they've really fleshed her out like this way and done all this stuff, this is uh, I mean, this is a super cool. And then, I mean, just the unbelievable tragedy. Well, in fact, they in the fact that they thought she's already dead or she had died. Right. Like they were completely. Like, well, how did, uh, yeah. So then it's like, well, holy crap. Aridin's the first one to do something potential to her potentially against her will. Then I can't even think of that. other Rossler does it. And then Geb does it. And I'm like, holy mm-hmm. crap! I mean, I it's to me, it's almost a one. I it's a wonder she hasn't torched the place and just burned it all down. And then I'm like, I'm like, why didn't you go home to Zapotl like a long time ago? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, well, she can teleport, so she should be able to to teleport and then teleport home. But I suspect there's some other thing going on. Do we lose Nick? Maybe Nick. I wonder if he lost internet. Perhaps he did. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Nick. No, that was him leaving. Oh, okay. yeah. Pretty sure he lost internet. Oh no, he's typing. Hello, Nick. Not hello, Nick. I don't know. It looks like he's typing. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, I we can, can now. now. Yeah, D- Discord. I was t- I'm typing this out. Uh, Discord crashed on my desktop. Oh. Yeah. So I was like trying to reload. Did it. you keep recording? Yeah, I think the recording's fine because yeah, looks like that was fine because that's audacity. It was, Discord was like, "Dirt, I, I don't know how to do this anymore." <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That is weird. I have a sneaking suspicion. Uh, I didn't realize it had crashed too because it didn't like just shut down. It was just like staring me in the face, and then I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I some the the way that you ended your last statement that we heard. I was like, hmm, I wonder if something happened. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yeah, I have my moments. I definitely have my moments. Hey, man, even a broken clock's right twice a day. That's true. So true. All right, so let's see where we were at. I'm not really <laughs> sure if we had anything else. We we covered the episode. We were mostly just talking about Arasni at that point. I will say, okay. I know uh, it was combat heavy, but uh, it, it it warms my heart. To see Joe fucking butt truck things as the champion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. He was doing a good job. Yeah. You know, and there's like, it, like for me, it, it's like, I think even in that fight, I was like sitting there with my turn coming up at one point, and I was like, hmm, I'd really like to be able to like waste a turn putting Keen on my blade. And I'm like, can I afford that? Can I actually do that? And then, like, Joe had his turn and just laid a walloping down. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can wait a turn. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I like, I I have enjoyed uh, Joe as being super effective, especially after Cheryl, who was, in my mind, not as effective. Cheryl? <laughs> yeah. That was his. Cheryl was in Skull, Skull and Shackles. Shackles character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean this AP like the Lyos oh, has been yeah, effective. Yeah. Randolph was effective. I just, you know, I there was Cheryl and he was Cheryl for so long, and I was like, uh, and it just it seemed like he was always like not quite, <laughs> not uh, all there. Yeah, or not quite firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Whatever it was, he was always like, eh. I, I eh. think Joe's been 
more involved in the character creation process than Skull and Shackles, which, you know, just naturally lends you to having a better understanding of how it works. And I I don't think I this was recorded earlier, but I was telling you guys earlier, he played piss out of Boulder Gates thir- Boulder Gate three. So he Yeah. Boulder he, Gate three, yeah. He's been saying yeah. he, he can he can play the game now, so we did bust his balls a little bit about like, hey that's cool, but you should probably play the actual game with the pathfinder mechanics (laughs) (laughs) i was was wondering i was wondering i was like i wonder if i should say does he realize it's D &D and not pathfinder but i thought no 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 no, i'll let it go i'll let it go he didn't get away we we jumped all over that (laughs) but if we ever go to 5e he's extra ready oh that's awesome that's awesome i'd like to see you guys play uh second edition pathfinder or, or 5e would be cool, too, but I'd like to see you guys oh, play the you now. Pathfinder. Do you now? I would, yeah. You I don't know. understand the context or relevance of that statement. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I know you guys to... did some with the goblins and stuff from last nope, thing, that, but I that mean was a one e. AP. The sweet side actions were all 2e's during Skull and Shackle, and then... There was another thing we did, but we didn't get like anywhere close to enough actual recorded content to use it for anything. Mm-hmm. So don't and don't even start asking for those tapes. It's literally like by the time we started, we only ended up with like I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of content for like a one shot thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I'd like to see I'd like <laughs> to see how you guys fare in that because I've I have found it. Uh, I like to be very, very entertaining. Uh, it's more brutal. What? But that kind of to me makes. Yeah, I thought so. Um, it's hard. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. I like I like that older school feel of it being tougher and there actually being a chance you could be killed oh, as a character. I don't think anything could possibly be tougher than this AP. Than Tyrant's Grasp? Yeah, dude. I mean, I obviously I've only played I think three official APs, so that's not a huge sample size. But Jesus fucking Christ. Like, this entire AP has been, I could die at any goddamn second. And I don't feel any less like that as we sit here going over the most recent episode. <laughs> well, you guys, you, you guys definitely play a, uh, well, I don't know what it, I don't know what the difference is. But when I play at my home table, there's like almost no chance we're going to die. Uh, I mean, there's times when we're like, ooh, this is a scary fight or this could be bad, but. So far, we haven't put anybody in the ground. When we played second edition, I lost my first character and didn't. That's before I even made second level. And then, and a buddy lost his. And then we lost another character and we still hadn't even got past, I think, I don't think we'd even got up to fourth level. Oh, wow. Well, to be. Yeah, no, it was. And, and that was, that was uh, Extinction Curse. So it's supposed to be, you know, we're members of a circus. Right. <laughs> and it was just, you know, ba-dam, 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 and we're like, holy crap. I mean, we have so. lost, what, we're like one and a half characters every book. This has been far and away, probably, well... Well, this is the longest you guys have gone, I think, without losing a character. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the previous was book one. Let's see, book one was Father Crow. Oh, that's and true. And Thelias. That's true. Uh, not Thelias. Um, was it Thelias? Wasn't that in book one? No, that was book two. I had to remember the first time he died. There's been so many instances of him dying. Uh, it was when he got ripped apart when we were like going yes, through the cave system to the Bastion two. of Light. So that was book yeah. two. Um, and then... Oh, who's... Jo- oh, 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 who's oh, in oh. here? 
Alex. We got an Alex. Ah, absolutely. We needed you to but cut you need in to turn like on your audacity. five minutes ago. <laughs> we, we were like talking about all this stuff, and we were like, God damn it, where's Axel when we need him? <laughs> um, Toast, what do you want to do? You want to kill the recording, uh, do our outro, and uh, and then we can we can talk shit? Sure, we can do that. Unless Alex was trying to be on the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then let's uh, let's do our outro toast, and then we'll get uh, we'll get uh, get this shut down. Then we can talk all the shit we want. Sure. I guess that's uh, going to do it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast, and I'm Lord Richter, and I'm Nick. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you. I swear to God, we've got to get phone numbers so when this happens, we can send a quick text and go, are you still there? I I felt weird getting phone numbers from them. Like, we, we had that conversation up in, in New York, right? I was in line to meet Summer Glau with Matt and his wife, and I took a picture, and they wanted a copy of it. And I said, okay, well, I'll just send it to you. And she's like, you're not, like, texting it to him, right? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't have his number. I don't want his number. She's like, yeah, I think that would be a little weird. <laughs> and I agreed with her. I'm mean, like, I like the guys. I, I like them a lot. But, like, I'm a friend from the internet. <laughs> so there are, there are personal there are personal lines that I, I don't really want to cross. That's funny.